0: Welcome everyone, we're about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, year number 220. Last year we discussed about the priority in marriage, Al-Ken-Yaz and um, and how so important that is, and that doesn't mean, Cholila, that one stops honoring their parents, but there definitely is a shift here, um, where Hashem wants... Um, that priority to be there to one's own wife and to one's own husband. We also talked about the Ruach Tahara, the Kinna that comes from a Ruach Tahara, that um, like Kal Khanai, the loyalty, the fiercely protecting the relationship, not because of being over-controlling or any negative reason, but because you value the relationship so strongly with one another that there is a certain healthy jealousy to make sure that that relationship stays pure and intact. And that's why it's important to not allow anything or anyone, no matter how good important it may seem, to take away time and energy that rightfully belongs to your wife or your husband. Because what Hashem wants you to designate that. That's what aina is. That doesn't just mean the physical intimacy. See, aina is an Indian of time, it's an Indian of quality time. So it's very, very important to um, to realize that. And um, what happens is, this is another yisai that I want to bring out here, um, because we all know, studies do show this, and we know its nature, that an average couple, as they get older, and the children get older, the satisfaction level of their marriage gets lower and lower. And... Um, The only time this changes significantly, sometimes it happens, if they had a good relationship overall, then when the children leave their house, then they, you know, they again reconnect, and uh, the satisfaction will rise somewhat again, but still remain lower than when the marriage began. That's alpiteva, what generally happens. And uh, unfortunately, if you leave it to that, quote-unquote alpiteva, the regular natural way of things, then an average couple will never be as happy as they were in the beginning, you know, when they say the expression the honeymoon is over and the good times of marriage is over and now it's time to live in reality and suffer like the rest of us. That's where all these cynical marriage jokes come from, where, you know, "Ah, look what you got yourself into, you know, that type of stuff that people uh, joke around about, which actually is not exactly funny. But the point is, is this is all an error. The error in making this assumption of people feeling a downward trend of lower satisfaction in marriage and to assume that that's inevitable or that's just a fact of life or that's to be expected is not true. It's totally false. Although most people fall into that trap. But the fact is, is that Akadosh Baruch Hu designed marriage to get better and better every single year. It is no different than any other form of avaidus Hashem. It's mamish like tefillin, right? You always say to a b'mitzvah boy, you should have that hislavus of the way you were so excited of putting on tefillin right before your b'mitzvah, if that's your minig, and certainly by your b'mitzvah, and you should have that chias and the hislavus of putting on tefillin, that excitement um, um, even after your b'mitzvah and beyond, and and for the rest of your life. And we know people are cynical about it. Yet yeah, the Bar Mitzvah boch is, is very excited about it, but we adults that have been wearing the day in and day out, month in and month out, year in and year out, eh, you know, for us it's 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 not such an excitement anymore. But the MS is, is Hashem gives you that koyach. He gives you that yecholos. And, um... And if people become less happy in marriages year after year, it's not because Hashem made a mistake that way, that he created marriage that way, that it should go down, downhill. No. It's Hashem created in us the Hachis. And the truth is, each and every one of us, and I'm sure people who are listening, are way beyond their mitzvah age, many of you. And you know that you can have a choice. And if you think and contemplate about the mitzvah tefillin as an example, you think about the mitzvah and you learn about it both in the halacha and in the hashkafa of, of of tefillin. And you really, really do do that. Then the next morning you wake up and you put on the tefillin. It'll be with the tremendous slavus and excitement, ah, oh, the renewed appreciation of wearing that tefillin. This same applies by mezuzah, by the way. You know, we go in and out, kissing the mezuzah. We barely think of it. It's pretty much. Uh, a lot uh a neglected mitzvah, but if you start thinking about the mezuzah, how it watches over us, how the shechin is shayra on a house because of the kedushah, ha mezuzah, and then it's a reminder when you kiss the mezuzah, Hashem is here, Hashem is watching us, Hashem is in my house. It brings a new profound awareness in what mezuzah is and a great excitement too. And the same thing applies with marriage. Don't say because it's not new anymore and it's you know we've we've aged together and we've been with each other so long that it can't be um, exciting. Adarabah, it's meant to be exciting. It's meant to be better, and that's very very important. And um, so that's really a, a lesson to be learned to fight the trend to realize Hakadosh Baruch Hu, gives us the the kayach of his chachos, sayin and meisim Toivim, saying kriyashma it says the same thing you know by kriyashma don't look at it like it's an old uh, uh instruction and it, yes it is true that because you say kriyashma twice a day it's it's hard to get that keep that excitement going but with training and with work you 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 do do that and Shma becomes a real exciting thing in life in a very very um strong way of connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and with marriage the same way you continue to work on that Kayakh of His Chachis and it's very very important and the Marshall I want to say basically of also that's part of this idea of keeping this Chachis is to put your energy towards your spouse now A husband, to be fair, very often works very hard at work. And he has to because he has to give work on his Parnassa. So it does take up a lot of his energy. And then when he is off from his work, finally, he just wants to rest. He doesn't have the energy to invest in time with his wife. But the truth is, is he has to make that effort regardless. And the wife also. No one can blame her if she's wiped out and tired, because as a mother, she's spending her time with the children, and pu- and putting so much kairos into them, and or or working with, if she works. So that is sort of a vicious cycle. A lot in our society, where 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 the husband, it, with his work, the woman with it, her kids typically, but going with other types of things too, and very often, you know. Um, a husband sometimes would make that mistake where he works very hard, yes, but then he wants to, at night, sort of channel off from his wife and just relax the secular world, watch TV or do other things like that or play golf or whatever and uh, not pay attention and not spend energy or direct energy towards his wife and the relationship. And um, and then he gets upset when she also has little energy for him, and has no interest in the physical intimacy or in, or in sex, you know, and so on and so forth. And when sometimes the husband complains, "You're not interested in having a physical relationship with me," you know, and you know, and I'm very upset about it. A wife will say, "You don't pay attention to me all day until you're ready for bed. Then you really start getting nice." And pleasant to me because you want sex. That's why you're nice, but other than that, I don't see that you're really investing in me. And the husband would be very defensive, and he would be very take it personally, and you know, and say, "What do you mean? You want me to quit my job and never have any um, um, relaxing time? You know?" Uh, and and besides, you're you're always busy with this and that and the other thing, and you you don't you don't um, pay attention to me either. So that's a vicious cycle that happens a lot unfortunately, where both husband and wife do things that violate the other's right for the having their priority first. And again, to reiterate, you can be done like schus, especially in, in, in our life situations. It's very, very normal. The husband has a very difficult job, let's say, or has to work long hours and is tired and It's it's a legitimate reason why he has trouble prioritizing his wife. And the wife the same way, busy with the kids and other things that come up. And it's also very hard. So it's not always halila lahachistik a thing. But nevertheless, it really has to be worked on. But here is an interesting aside: what happens, and it's very important to know. When you ignore your wife's needs then your wife will turn her attention more and more towards her children, but not always in the most positive way. In other words, she's not getting attention from the husband that she craves to have attention. So she'll put her kaiches into her children, which externally is a beautiful thing. What's better than chinech abonim? But if it's done at the expense or because of the fact that there's no focus, no connection with the husband. It's not a good thing. Same thing with the husband, you know. He watches television, uh, plays golf, or even runs to night. Seder sometimes as an escape, basically connecting to anything but his wife. And that's very, very important to know that as much as chinuch is important, and and and, and 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 but you can never. It's never at the expense of attention that you have to have towards your own wife and towards your own husband. And a husband, if he looks deep into himself, he realizes sometimes he puts his job over his wife. He puts his golf over his wife. He puts his uh, chavrusa over his wife. And that's a mistake. And she too sometimes puts certain things over over his over you know over her husband so it's very important to meet each other's needs not to ignore each other's needs not to take it for granted and um, and so on and so forth now men need to understand that women very often do not measure love by what they hear now this is true even if your love language is, words of affirmation, which is words that give you chizik. But we, as we said even then, even if your love language is words of affirmation, of hearing kind words, that your wife needs to hear those kind words, it will not. she will not feel fully loved unless you back up what you say with action, with what you do. So in other words, you speak loving words, affirming words to your wife often. That's beautiful. But... What will you give up to meet my needs and be with me? That's really the question, the sacrifice. It's not just words. And the same thing women need to understand, the same thing about their husbands. A man will know you love him when you give him his the energy and the attention that he deserves or that he wants. And your husband feels the same way about your being too tired to give him what he needs as you would about his cupping out when your needs are unmet So although verbalizing love and affirmation Is important Words are important There's no question But vahamayse hua The iker is actually that it Translates into deeds Into mayse and Into helping Into really doing things for your husband Doing things for your wife And so on and so forth And it applies with Time and energy, right? You, you budget your time, so you have to budget serious, quality time for your husband and for your wife. That's a very, very important thing. And you will find, and it's very hard sometimes, each one needs time to unwind. And they have their own lives very often. But they need to take a step back and think this through. And realize that my husband, my wife, their priority. I need to spend quality time with them. I need to say words of affirmation that are backed up with my and Tell them. And if you do that, and you put that energy, despite it, the fact that it's difficult, it is very, very difficult. We get very overwhelmed. But sometimes collectively the couple gets very overwhelmed. Sometimes each individual in their life situation, at work or whatever their matzav is at that moment, they get overwhelmed, and it's normal. So we're not talking about cholila. We're done like not blaming anybody, not being negative, but nevertheless we all need to work on this to try to put in our effort to really spend time with our wives quality time with our wives with our husband and invest energy in them despite the fact that we're tired a husband works very hard but he still needs to try to focus on his wife as much as possible and the wife as much as she works with her children or every anything else that she's doing to also spend time with her husband and to go back to the original thing that we said all along although yes alpiteva by nature Uh, things could get stale but that idea of things that are constant could get stale applies to putting on tefillin applies to shabbos to shabbos to shabbos you know if you're so used to shabbos and every seven days is shabbos you don't think about it it will become for many people rote routine till shabbos for many people are boring or even worse than boring but at the same time You could infuse by learning about Shabbos and just changing your attitude about it and utilizing it better. The Shabbos could be beautiful and even more beautiful and more beautiful every single Shabbos, greater than it was before. So don't say, oh, the Shabbos will get stale, you know, after so many Shabbos, you know, it gets staler and staler because I'm seeing the same thing, the same Friday night meal, the same challah, the same... No, we know that it's possible and doable and even uh, ideal. And it's it's you're, everyone's capable of doing it to appreciate every single Shabbos more and more and more the same applies to your husband, the same applies to your wife. Be most of a in the deep appreciation. And by the way, when you ask for marriage advice, the key is to ask from couples, not newlyweds that are seeing stars with one another or the first you know, a year or two of marriage, and very often that it's very, very strong. And that's not where you get your lessons in marriage. Your lessons in marriage come from people that are married for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, and that spark is there, and that kindness is there, and that connection is there. And Halavai, we should find people like that to learn from and ask advice about and how to go about it. And those are the people to ask. And part of it, what they'll say is, is, it's not easy, and you have to make that decision, and you have to make that commitment to spend time with one another and to make the hischatches a priority. And that is doable, and it's in, all in our hands. May Hashem help us be zayfa to be able to do that. And our marriages should get better and better and better. at and bracha.